time to look back at the last Forge FC contest. Simply stunning stuff! And finally, their goal! Here is Match and Review. My word, what a rocket! With Anthony Urcioli on the Forge Audio Network. Hello, Forge fans. It's the Forge Audio Network. I'm Anthony Urcioli, and uh, I gotta tell you, I have some good news for you. I'm assuming you were watching the game live, but for those of you who were not, Forge FC with a massive, massive win on the road against first place Pacific FC. This is what you would call a statement game. And Forge FC did just that. They continue their sparkling road record. They are the top road team in the league, and they move into a tie for first place on the table it doesn't seem that long ago where panic had been setting in from the fans and uh you know listen i'll be a little honest i I was a little i don't know but if i I don't know if i'd say i was worried but certainly i wasn't comfortable um i mean what a change a couple of weeks can make in fact what a change a week can make because a week ago forge dropped a couple of points at home they had a one nothing lead. They gave up a late equalizer. And we were, again, we were like, oh, here we go again, the inconsistency. But all of a sudden, they go into Victoria and they defeat Pacific 2-0. Pacific now has gone five matches without a win. It looked like for a while there that Pacific was just running away with that top spot on the table. Uh, not the case. At all, Forge now within, while they're tied, Pacific does have a match in hand, but still, I mean, what a difference. Forge now plus four on the year in their goal differential. That's an area they've wanted to clean up. Um, let, let's let's go, if you're wondering why, maybe if you ha- weren't watching the match and wondered why we finished so late, it's 12.36 now Eastern time. Uh, there was a very long injury stoppage, a 40-minute long injury stoppage, actually. Scary moments for a Pacific attacker. Daniels, um, we'll, we'll get into that as well. By the way, not a bad sports night in Hamilton, right? Tiger Cats and Argos at Tim Hortons Field, followed by Forge and Pacific out west. Uh, I was actually able to catch the first half and a bit of that Tiger Cats game. I was in the stands watching as a fan. Um, wearing my Forge gear because, you know, I'm, I'm in character. It's I'm, I'm a method actor. Um, so I was I was in my Forge gear at the Ticats game and I was able to leave, come home, walk the dog, and then catch Forge and Pacific. And the scoring started early. Very entertaining match, especially if you're a Forge fan. If you're a Pacific supporter, a very frustrating match. And that, that's a good thing if you're on the other side, not so much if you're you're the home team. Uh, but coming into this one, again, first place Pacific, third place Forge, but both clubs just separated by three points. So this one was huge. And uh, another big moment tonight in soccer, by the way, Lionel Messi scored the winning goal off a free kick for Inter Miami in his uh, debut with the MLS club. And but the goal, by the way, was against Cruz Azul, which means both Lionel Messi and David Schwanier have scored against Cruz Azul. That automatically puts Schwanier into the goat conversation. I don't make the rules. That that's actually the law in um, 
soccer, soccerville. All right, it was an eventful night. Let's let, let's let's get to the reason you're here, and that is Forge and Pacific Forge coming out with. You know, it was the way it's what was presented was a four three three formation. Did not look like a four three three formation. You had Schwanier and Campbell up top. Poku listed as a left winger, but he played more uh as a wing back. You had Noah Jensen, Ali Hojab Rapor, and Kyle Becker in the midfield, Rosard Rama, Alex Ashinoda Janssen, Garvin Matusala. And Mandricard James on the back line with Tristan Henry in goal. So it looked more, I'd say, again, it's listed as a 4-3-3. It looked more like a 4-2-3-1 uh, with Campbell up top. And then, you know, it was kind of like Poku, Jensen, and Schwanier played kind of a hybrid midfield attacking um, in those positions. Poku, again, more more of a wing back than a natural winger. Jensen playing more advanced. And uh, Hojab Rapport, just a natural. We're going to talk about him because he had an incredible game. Um, they got, Forge got exactly what they needed out of their number nine in this one. And Ashen Yodiansen, who was a center back, you know, when you look at the starting lineup, but ultimately... As the match went on, I, I, I mean, Ashton Yodianson was making runs into the box. So he played essentially as an additional midfielder. I would say defensive midfielder, but he joined the attack quite a bit. Um, a very calculated f- look from Forge FC in this one. And the versatility on this roster, we've talked about it for years now. It doesn't seem to matter what year we're in. There is just versatility up and down. And the, and you you can't, I mean, you cannot belong to this team unless you can play in different areas of the field, in different situations. The tactical demand, very high under Bobby Smirniotis. And you have to be able, you have to be a Swiss Army knife sometimes. And boy, does this roster have it. And the confidence in his players, by the way, from Bobby, just affording them the freedom, you know, for these players to trust their instincts and to play fluid and to recognize opportunities and jump in and make their runs when they see them, but also, you know, trusting them to get back and, and play defense. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a joy to watch. It, it looked like early in the first couple of minutes, it looked like it was all Pacific playing on the front foot and, Maybe Pacific coming out and making a statement early. They had a few big chances in the first few minutes of play. Oh, by the way, thank goodness. I, I One soccer must have... They fixed the camera angle. Starlight Stadium. If you've watched previous matches, the camera was always low. And you got kind of this low angle of the field. Great seats if you're there live, I'm sure, but... To watch at home, you want to be able to see the entire pitch. And Pacific just had the worst camera angles. That's all been fixed. Um, the, everything looked great. So kudos to whoever is behind these decisions. But the, I was going into this one. I was prepared to complain about the camera angles. And I'm a little disappointed because now I don't. I actually have nothing really to complain about, which is a first. Um, but I mean, good job from one soccer. Uh, okay. Sixth minute. So I mentioned Pacific playing on the front foot early on. Sixth minute, Forge. They got their opportunity. 
Hoshad Rapport with a beautiful chip pass out wide to Noah Jensen. One touch volley to Schwanier. Beautiful cross into the area. Kwesi Poku, the six foot two, 20 year old, went horizontal. Uh, dove connecting with the header. Poku's first goal of the season, second of his young career for Forge FC. And it was one nothing early, stunning the crowd. By the way, Forge FC, we've talked at nauseum the importance of that first goal. Well, Forge, not only did they get the first goal, this year they are 4-0 and when scoring first on the road with a plus-7 goal differential. Now, spoiler alert, um, they are now 5-0 and with a plus-9 goal differential. Um, sorry to spoil what, what's, what's ahead, but um, it, bears, it bears updating the stat there. Um, Forge, this is a club, their style of play is just so conducive to, I mean, they're built to play with a lead. The way they're able to control the ball and dominate possession and their patience, it, uh, I mean, their build, this team was built to play with a lead and, uh, they showed exactly why. So up one, nothing. Forge was really opportunistic in this one and it was great to see. A clinical build up the pitch. Kyle Becker delivering a low cross from the left side. Found his way to David Schwanier, who fired the ball through the legs of Kieran Bassett. Forge went up 2-0 in the first half. Um, And again, I'm going to go back here. Kyle Becker. Who else? From the left side of the area with his left foot. Low cross. Went through a couple bodies. Found its way to David Schwanier. If there's any player you want with the ball. At his feet, anywhere near the goal, it is big game Dave. Ball goes through the legs of Kieran Basket, who was wearing a baseball cap, uh, by the way, in the first half. Because he had the sun directly in his face. Not that the sun played any role in this one. But uh, Schwanier making it 2-0 Forge. And it was kind of, you know, it was nice being on the other side of this kind of match if you're a Forge fan. Pacific certainly had the bulk of the big chances in the first half, but Forge, still very comfortable, won the possession battle. Very, um, just, just I, they just looked comfortable defending. I mean, and, and we've seen it. I mean, this was a club that, for all the accolades and all the recognition they get for scoring goals uh, defensively, right? They were next level last season, and they have been in the past. And there have been just, Times this season where they the, the defensive game hasn't been where it needs to be, uh, but they seem to have found it as of late. Uh, so very comfortable defending. We went into half. Now he, here are the first half stats: expected goals zero point six two to zero point three six in favor of Forge. Ball possession at fifty three percent in favor of Forge. Shots. At the target, not necessarily connecting, but shot attempts, eight to four in favor of Pacific. Uh, but only one of those shots found their way to Tristan Henry in that first half. Three of Forge's shots made it to goal with two of them going in. But when we look at the dangerous attacks, 29 to 18 in favor of Pacific. <clears throat> Coming into this one, we talked about it. Pacific, a very north south kind of team. They attack you with speed. They take their chance. They're not, you're not seeing a lot of possession. 
Um, Pacific being the first place club, best goal differential. We're averaging 49% possession per match compared to Forge, who was at 57% coming into this one. So, yeah, Pacific has been winning matches. They're just, they're not a team that's going to, they're not a team that's going to put a lot of stock into possession. That's not their game. Um, And again, more of that in the first half. The bulk of the big chances went to Pacific. Ball possession, 53% in favor of Forge. And of course, the stat that matters most, uh, the scoreboard, 2-0 Forge going into half. Now, by the way, it was Tristan Henry looking directly into the setting sun. No baseball cap, though, for uh, for G. If you want an indication of how the second half started, I looked at the about 10 minutes into the second half. I took a look at these stats. And ball possession, 69% in favor of Forge. Dangerous attacks, 5-2 in favor of Pacific. So the trend continued into that second half. Pacific was coming. This is their game. They come right at you, right? Right at you, right at you, right at you. Um, And they're going to give up possession. And in a match, like in this matchup, that favors Forge, especially when they have the lead. Again, so important. So important to get that first goal and to get the first two goals. I mean, that's that, that's just a huge hole that Pacific is now forced to dig out of. A lot of, I, I, and I, I made a note here, a lot of one and done opportunities for Pacific. Forge keeping their shape, very disciplined defensively, very patient, zero panic, two goal lead kind of affords you that as well. Now, this explains the delay in our match in review here and, and really a delay in the match. Um, injury stoppage at around the 57-minute mark. The Gennaro Daniels and Mandricard James collide heads. Daniels got the worst of it. I, so much so that 12 minutes into the injury stoppage. Right, I counted 12 minutes had passed and the clubs were instructed to uh, go back to their locker rooms as the striker received medical attention. 40 minutes later, the clock reset to 57 minutes and play continued. Uh, Daniels, by the way, the last I checked. So again, at the, I'm speaking to you. It's 12.48 a.m. on Saturday. And last I heard Daniels uh, at the hospital in stable condition. Good news, but again, head injury. Good news now. We never know what the lasting effect of that uh, is. So, uh, but based on the information we have, things are at least looking, at least trending in a positive direction for Daniels. Um, and, and play, you know, now the 40 minute delay by my count, um, that's not easy for the players. I, I mean, you, you, now you're, you're cold. Um, you just, you, the flow of the game. I don't know who it's worse for probably the team that's losing because that's the team that needs the most energy you'd think. Um, But play continued Pacific had the best chance to start after that delay. Thankfully though, for forge Ashen Yodi Janssen clearing the ball off the goal line as Pacific almost immediately cut the deficit in half. You know, I mean, you talk about a turning point, Looking back at it now, it just looks like one play in, in the grand scheme of things. But in that moment, I mean, that goes in. If Ashton Yodianson does not save the day and clear the ball off the line, um, 
we're talking about a 2-1 game and all the momentum on Pacific side here. Angaro, the man who replaced Daniels, uh, the big man made an immediate impact with that opportunity. Uh, and he had another one shortly after that. I also made a note here, 65th minute. Remember, uh, Bobby Smirniotis, t- he, he has said it. It's one of my, I, his most memorable line that he's ever given to me and, and, and to us on a broadcast, that the throw-in is the most important part of the game. And what he means by that is you, you really, the result of the game can be broken into these small moment, moments that have such a big impact on the game. And those little things matter. Um you know, when you're putting these pieces of the big puzzle together, Forge, Welp, um, very sloppy throw in. The throw in was a turned into a direct turnover, which Pacific came on the counter. And a foul just at the edge of the area. Fortunately for Forge, uh, the wall did its job and the two goal lead was maintained. But that was just that reminder of how important those small areas of the game are. A turnover off a throw-in that led to a counter and a scoring opportunity, which was then a foul. And then Pacific gets a free kick just outside the area. And fortunately for Forge, it did not result in a goal. So, yes, Bobby, throw-in's very important. Um, Now, look, if I'm defending a lead and I want a reliable defensive midfielder, just a rock number nine, it is... Alessandro Hojabrapour. No question, bar none, he is the guy I want protecting a lead, uh, especially my defensive third, especially as a defensive midfielder. And I, I, it got to the point, I mean, I started, I was counting, I lost count. The number of just takeaways, clears, um, and Forge's defensive third, I mean, he, he was an absolute monster especially in the late stages. Uh, we even saw a bicycle kick from Hojab Rapor, clearing the ball for Forge when things got a little sloppy. Uh, b- by the way, and it, I mean, I wasn't the only one who noticed it because one soccer uh, named Hojab Rapor as the man of the match. When you have a 2 nothing result, typically the goal scorers, uh, you know, a clean sheet, you might look at the goalkeeper. In this one, though, uh, they got it right you really had to be watching the game to fully appreciate the contributions that Hojap Rapport made. So rightfully so, he was the man of the match. Uh, 77th minute, some big changes for Forge, Schwanier, Campbell, Jensen out. Borges, Pasias, and Kadeem Kane in. I mean, just a, you, you got to... When you really put this club in perspective and the depth on... I mean... The fact that you can bring out for the final 15 minutes of a match, Tristan Borges, right? Former player of the year. Wubens Pasias, right? Remember what he did, especially last season as one of the bright stars in this league, all the goals he scored. Um, And Kadeem Kane, who, by the way, an exceptional young player for this team. When Hojai Rapport was out, Bobby Smirnotis trusted Kadeem Kane in his Spot. I mean, these are your subs coming in. And yeah, I mean, you talk about not missing a beat. And then eventually the uh, Sissoko also came in. Dominic Samuel came in as a sub. You know, these are guys that should, I shouldn't say should, but could be starting on any other team without a doubt. So Forge, 
hanging in strong, playing, I mean, a complete effort from top to bottom, from everyone, contributions endless, and Forge FC finishes this match with a 2-0 victory on the road at Pacific. Pacific, by the way, had come into this after just being on an absolute tear and, and looking like they were running away with the regular season trophy as the top club. Sputtered a bit, had four matches without a win. They were hungry in this one. They had a full week off at home, preparing, training, Forge having to travel, a bit of a short week for them. And at the end of the day, Forge comes out with the win. That's now, uh, what, five straight matches with points in last five matches. They've had three wins and a draw uh, with one loss. And they move into a tie for first place with Pacific level at 26 points apiece. And next match, right, next weekend at home against... Vancouver, and then after that, on the road against Calvary, who, by the way, Calvary is in third place. They're two points behind both Pacific and Forge, but they have two matches in hand at the time of this broadcast. We'll see what they do with their match this weekend. Um, But again, another, uh, you just, this is what this league produces. And the beauty of having an eight team league is just, these six-point swings happen so regularly that you really can't count anybody out um, until you get into that final week of the season. Um, let's revisit the three keys coming in, and just to just so we're you know have everything all the housekeeping done here. Um, so Friday night, Forge at home. Uh, Vancouver FC making the trip, 7 o'clock start time. And then the following Friday is a 9 p.m. Eastern time match against Calvary um, out in Calgary. Let's revisit those three keys to the match. Coming into this one, number one was Silence Salouf, the young Dutch attacker. We talked about him being the engine that drives this Pacific offense. Well, um, he drove. Uh, he was dangerous tonight. Make no mistake about it. You can see why. You know, you look at the numbers he's put up, and you can see exactly why when you see the level of talent and the skill that he brings to that Pacific lineup. Uh, very, very dangerous player, just in all areas, either side of the pitch. In this one, though, well, when there's a shutout, it's pretty clear that he was kept off the score sheet. So, at the end of the day, Salouf silenced. Nothing. Nothing for Salouf in this one. Key number two for Forge was disrupt the dribble. Coming into this one, Pacific was the best 1v1 club in the league um, in terms of successful dribbles. Now, the way that's tabulated is when one player beats another one-on-one, dribbles around him, gets by him, that is considered a successful dribble. Pacific was the best team in the league under that stat category coming into this one, because again, North-South team, they come at you, they attack, they're not going to beat you with their slow build and possession and total football like Forge might. Um, and so they're, they're a team that wants to beat you off the dribble and open play. Um, no goals. 
pretty pretty straightforward. That's that's a check. So far, two out of the three are checked. The third, also a check. Still shooting. Forge had 30 more shot attempts than the next best team under that stat category. And in this one, I'm just going to pull up the final stats for you while we're at it. And were they still shooting? Yeah. Five shots in this one. So a little less than their pace this year. Uh, where Pacific had 10, but Pacific only had one shot on target in this one. The defense did its job. I mean, it's one thing to allow the team, your opponent, to to take their shots from, from areas that just aren't that dangerous. Pacific had a 0.52 expected goal rate when this one was all said and done. 46% possession. Yeah, 10 attempts, but only one on target. Forge had three on target and two went in. So I mean, how many times have we seen it gone the other way where Forge has just been unlucky? But in this one, though, efficient. Everything went according to plan. They did what they're supposed Part of those three keys that that the 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 still shooting key that we presented, um, that was just based on the premise that Forge have been dangerous. They've been getting their opportunities, but they've been unlucky. They've hit the woodwork way more than anyone else ten times this year, on average. The rest of the clubs combined have, have hit four this season, so more than double for Forge. Keep shooting. Keep keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we saw that four-goal effort against York a couple of weeks ago. You know more of these the, these games should be coming where the floodgates kind of open it and Forge just piles on the goals. And in this one, you had two. And it's, it's, it's all you needed. Uh, it's more than you needed, in fact. So, all smiles if you are a Forge fan going into the rest of your weekend, your final, once again, from Starlight Stadium in Victoria, BC, 2 nothing. In favor of Forge, Eps, uh, Forge FC. Listen, it's it's late, folks, but uh, we got through it, and it was worth staying up for. Keep it locked onto the Forge Audio Network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, um, and also on YouTube because you're going to get content basically daily. You'll get Forge daily. You'll get behind the beard. Uh, Mackenzie will deliver that to you. And I will be here to give you your match day preview, your three keys to the match, and of course your live, immediate, instant reaction match in review like I just gave you now. Okay, listen, that's it. This has been Match in Review with Anthony Arcioli on the Forge Audio Network. For the latest on all things Forge FC, subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.